Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher. With world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher, and healer, Christopher Reburn. Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him, view tour schedule, his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Hello, friends. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher. You know, sometimes I'm, I just can't wait to come on the air, and that 53-second intro is just pure hell. Uh, today was one of those days. <laughs> you know, part of our New Year's resolution here on Conversations with Christopher is to get an updated intro that's not so darn long. So that's we're going to bring that to you in January. So it's going to be a big surprise on who's actually going to be doing the intro for us, which is going to be quite the something. But today is very, very special. We did a holiday show together last year, and all of you listening said, oh, no, we want more. We want to do it again. So we just have to do it again this year, and we are back again. And I'm talking about with my friends uh, Gene Callanan and Manolo Link. Uh, many of you know them uh, individually and also together. Uh, they do have certainly done some phenomenal work, which we're going to talk about today on our annual, our second annual Christmas show, uh, all three of us uh, together, focusing on decommercializing Christmas and sharing ways and gift-giving ideas uh, that will make the holiday just perfect. We'll remember some of our fondest Christmas memories and just a lot more warm things. And uh, a couple of you said that we were, you thought we, we might be Grinches or you know, bah humbug, but no, 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 we promise not, we promise not, uh, we're just not uh, Apple friendly or iPhone friendly or tech, you know, all those, we're not probably going to talk about that, but without further ado, let's welcome my two dear friends, Gene Callanan and Manolo Link, welcome back to the show, friends, welcome back. Hi, Christopher, lovely to be with you. Hi, Christopher, I am very delighted to be back on your show again. And this time with Gene, it's even uh, more special, you know. Uh, and uh, that's great. And I'm saying hello to all listeners around the world. And uh, I give Gene the word now. Well, I, I, we're just so happy that uh, you both could join us again because last year the listeners, everybody that listened, and it still remains one of our highest archive shows of all time from our Christmas last year. So we had to do it again this year because we just – Enjoy spending time with each other and, and all of that. So let's start this off with you, Manolo. Take us back to, you know, some of your first Christmas memories and, and, and how Christmases have changed over the years, and perhaps not for the better. Uh, Christopher, when, when I'm thinking about Christmas, uh, my childhood, mm. I, I have one vision my biggest present ever, and my family, uh, my family hadn't a lot of money, you know. It was what we are calling now. It was a poor family, but I got a second-hand bike, you know. My my dad bought the bike, and he painted the bike uh, 
I think it was a blue. And this Christmas, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't wait using my bike, riding my bike. And uh, on this Chris, Christmas Eve, it was snowing, and I was the most happy boy in, in the whole world because I got a second hand bike. You know, I'm feeling still moved when I'm thinking about this picture. You know. Mm. It's 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 a beautiful thing to to reminisce and, and to remember. Jean, let's let's go to you and, and remembering some of your first holiday memories. Is is a is a little child. Is a is an well not I wasn't say is an infant. I don't know if any of us remember any of our infant Christmases, but but some of your first memories, some of your first Christmas memories with your loved ones. What oh, were they like? I've 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 always loved Christmas, so I I find it amusing that people think. But if we're talking about decommercializing Christmas, it means that we don't like Christmas because that's certainly not the yeah, case. I, know. I, I love know. Christmas. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love Christmas in Ireland because it's a very, very big family holiday. So I spent most of my adult life living all around the world. So I lived in Argentina and Germany and Sweden and Italy and these places. And I never missed one Christmas. I always came home for Christmas. And that's very much an Irish theme. The airports in Ireland are packed at the time of Christmas because nobody wants to be away. And then after Christmas, it's so busy that the news feeds all go out to film people coming into the airport because it's so emotional, all these people from all around the world coming home. So Christmas in Ireland is, above all, about family and friends. So, yes, we have the commercialization, but above mm. all, it's about family and friends. And the greatest gift you can give to somebody is a family member coming home, for example. Oh, I think so too. I think there's nothing there's nothing that, that matches that feeling in the airport when you're anticipating seeing that loved one walk through the hall, you know, walk up through the gates again. You know, it's a beautiful thing. It's not always a pleasant memory when you have to see them go back, but it's certainly a pleasant memory there. You know, friends, if you're just now joining us, you're you're listening to Conversations with Christopher. Uh, joining us again today, Gene Callanan, uh, Momenta Hub. You can go online and look at MomentaHub.com. And, of course, we also have our dear friend Manolo Link, who's got a wonderful book out, which will be available in English in the new year, which we're so happy uh, about that. So we know that's going to be on everybody's uh, to-do list uh, in the new year. You know, how how – uh, you know, looking back at some of the the earlier, both of your earlier memories of Christmas, and and the changes over the years, you know, people at one point, you know, would would make clothes or would make a blanket or would crochet socks or something. Now it seems like if you give those kind of gifts to somebody, they'll just toss their nose up at because every, most people want, you know, the iPhone. I don't even like to, mem- you know, mention those products on the show because I feel like we're giving them something and they're not giving us anything. But, you know, all of those products that are on all over social media and things, what, the, what do the two of you think about that, how Christmas has really changed, and perhaps not in our hearts, but certainly in our pocketbooks? Can, can I just say something about this one, which, which I think is really interesting? We are seeing a massive amount of marketing. And as you know, my background is marketing. I work in marketing. Well, you are the queen. Thank you. We we are seeing an enormous amount of of advertising Mm. for things. Because those 
things are working really hard at getting us to buy them. And one of the reasons they are working so hard is that actually many people are waking up to the idea that experiences are more valuable than things. Because there is lots of research that says that people actually don't remember the things they are given. What they remember is the experiences that they that they have and that's why for example if you look at the travel trade they no longer are just marketing a destination they are marketing an experience so i think it's one thing to remember when we're looking at all those uh, those ads out there we don't have to respond to them we don't have to do humbug but we can choose to do something something different if we wish to hmm I think that's 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 perfect. That's wonderful for a lot of people listening. That's going to be very, very helpful. You know, and it wouldn't be the holidays. Um, it wouldn't be the holidays if if we didn't think about uh, a lot of our loved ones that are that have passed. Of course, you've posted something, and those of you that are not familiar with Jean on Twitter, you should become familiar with her very quickly. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at Jean Callanan, J E A N C A L L A N A N on Twitter. Tell us about um, 15 toasts to our grandmothers. This was a wonderful event we had, uh, we held last week. I have want, I felt for a long time that our grandmothers, many of us have grandmothers who are no longer with us. Some are lucky enough to still have them, but that our grandmothers are very important people in our lives and are often unappreciated and unrecognized and unremembered. And I've always thought that we stand on the shoulders of our grandmothers that in particular as women grandmothers make a very play a very important role in in who we have become and i've been thinking about a long for a long time about something that i would like to do to to honor this and i came across a wonderful concept called the 15 toasts dinner which has been developed by an american woman priya parker and um a German man called Tim Lieberecht. And the idea is that you bring together a group of people who don't know each other and you invite them each to make a toast to a subject. So I Mm. held an event last week which was 15 toasts to our grandmothers. It had women from different backgrounds, from different ages, um, and they all came willing to do a toast to their grandmother. And as part of it, I got them to give me photographs of their grandmothers that we were able to put into a slideshow to project around the walls, and we put on the menus, and we put on the posters for the event. And it turned into this amazingly special um, event with these 15 women all having one conversation, all, and the conversation got deeper and deeper as the evening went on, it really did feel like we had the spirits of those grandmothers there with us. Um, and that's an example of an experience. Um, it mm. didn't cost much to put on, but in terms of no. impact, the impact has been really very profound on people and has led to all kinds of, it was a bit like a, dropping a stone in a lake because it has, the ripples are are having conversations with their family members about their grandmothers they're discovering all kinds of things and there's an awful lot of power in it yeah i can imagine just just reading about it on your twitter page and 
those of you uh, that are on my Twitter, I've also retweeted it from Gene, so you can take a look at look at that. Um, and um, it's it's always a great time when I have the two of you on the show together. You know, individually also great too, but the two of you together is, is always very very powerful. Uh, you can go on Gene's website at uh, momentahub.com. That's M O M E N T A H U B dot com. Uh, Momenta Hub, building momentum through strategic clarity. Uh, great website, which we can talk about in just a little bit. Uh, also, you can go online to check Manolo out at manololink.com. M A N O L O L I N K dot com. Um, and he just has done some really fantastic readings of his new book, uh, A New Life uh, in Bali. You, you were in Vienna. You, you just done a lot of traveling and done a lot of readings and done a lot of events. And um, I know that, 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 that this time of year for you is, is, is a profoundly spiritual uh, time of the year. How has that impacted your, your personal events and your, your readings this time of year? I, I had... Uh... Indeed, I had a very great time in Vienna on the book fair. I spent a couple of days. My publisher is from Vienna, uh, called Karina uh, Verlag. And uh, what I like very much is meeting people, even colleagues, you know, and uh, and having good conversation and sharing and learning. You know, since uh, years ago, since I realized that I know nothing, I am listening to people and then I can learn. You know what I mean? And I had yeah. a beautiful, a beautiful reading in Graz. Graz is uh, around 200 k- kilometers beside uh, Vienna, by, and I stayed by very beautiful people, and uh, they are very nice hosts, you know. And I told the guys I had a reading, and they liked the book A New Life on Bali. And I told my friends, don't, don't give me now more presents, you know. They have given me candles, special candles, and soap. And whatever, I said, don't give me more presents. I had tears in my eyes and nearly I cried. I felt so moved, you know. And I think that is Christmas too. Christmas is when you are touching the heart from each other. I think that's more than, more than the biggest presents in the world. I had, I had, I had actually an idea uh, uh, writing, writing down with a, a nice painting uh, when you're thinking about your dad, your mom, or your grandma, or your children. What what you felt special uh, during the year? What you can say? Thank you very much that that you uh, had time for myself, or thank you very much, Mum, that you uh, that you organized my birthday party, or you know what I mean, or even say yeah. I love you very much, and that's the biggest prize under the world. You know what I mean? Huh? Yeah. Well, when, I, I, th- I when think Nano it's a, runs. Go ahead. Uh, when when Manolo run work, runs workshops, he invites people who don't normally write to to become writers and to and to write themselves for uh, for you know half an hour or whatever during the workshop, and then people share it back. And what is for me fascinating is the way he is able to empower people, and people are absolutely shocked at the fact that they can write, that they are capable of writing beautiful things. So I love that idea that we write, you know, a beautiful short story for for somebody as a as a Christmas gift or, you know, mm. or we do write that appreciative letter so that we actually use use writing 
as a way of of giving a gift and giving a giving a special response at Christmas. And those are certainly some of the wonderful uh, gifts and some of the arrangements that people can think of because. You know, I know that there's a lot of people out there who are, like, really stressing that it's, you know, it's almost the 1st of December, and they don't have a lot of money for Christmas gifts, and they've got a lot of people to buy for. You know, and this is really so awful that, that people have, you know, that some of, you know, it's just, that we've kind of adapted to that in some way. And then to feel guilty when you, you know, if you're not able to, to buy that person what they want, Jean, talk about that for a little bit. If somebody, you know, let's say that one of their children wants, you know, the the dollhouse that every, you know, young, the most young girls want at a certain age, and they just can't get it. It's a hard I think, thing. I think it is a hard thing, and it is a hard thing with children. But I think we all need to be um, to be creative in relation to uh, to to gifts. And I mean, if you take things like like photographs, uh, now people have photographs on their on their smartphones, but actually they very rarely print them out. So very few people actually have things like a photograph in a frame, um, and something like that can be a very expensive, a very inexpensive, excuse me, but very personal, very personal gift. Um, I also think with children that actually bringing them on on an outing. One of the things that children miss is quality is quality time um, in this busy world, and that often the 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 one of the nicest gifts that can be given to children is taking that child individually on a special outing to do something that they love doing whether there's a local skating rink or there's a local zoo or there's something that they like, uh, bringing them on their own and spending the time at that. Uh, and some of those sorts of gifts give, ex- give memories that are, that are absolutely priceless. I mean, we've all seen children given expensive gifts and, you know, they, they almost play with the box more than they do with the gift. Or they put that gift down to see, well, what's next? Uh, and yet these mm-hmm. parents have driven so much to, to buy that. So I'm yeah. not a believer in spending a lot of money over on gifts. Um, spend the money on experiences. Spend the time. Um, but don't, don't do it by spending a lot of money on children. I don't think it serves us. It doesn't. And as you said, you know, spend the money on the time, on the effort, you know, the memories. I think that's really good. You know, Manolo, when you look back at, at some of the Christmases and, you know, in, in Germany and, and, and different parts, um, how, how does the Christmas differ from there versus in Ireland? What's a, what's a Christmas in, in Germany like? Uh, do you know? I think that's not a... That's not a different. I mean, in Germany we have uh, Christmas markets, like in Cologne, mm-hmm. you know, and Nuremberg. Mm-hmm. They are famous ones. But uh, uh, in reality, I like more the little Christmas markets here in, in the schools in Dublin, you know, where you have a stand with with uh, cakes, when you have a, a, a stand with books or, or with little little toys. That's uh, what I realize. Uh, I'm uh, when I'm thinking about it, I'm smiling. Uh, and I'm saying in Ireland there are more parties before Christmas, 
and uh, because of uh, a lot of people living in the United States or Australia or in uh, other countries of the world, and then they're coming home, you know, and they want to see each other, the family and friends. For this, you know, you have uh, you have more parties. But uh, I think that's the only difference, you know. The, in Ireland, they, they love Christmas, they celebrate Christmas. It's the same in Germany and in Ireland. Uh. And, uh, and, of course, in Germany, they celebrate um, Christmas on Christmas Eve, whereas for us, the mm. big day is Christmas Day. So Christmas mm. Day is a very family day. Christmas Eve up until about 3 o'clock is with, with you could be doing shopping or you could be with, uh, with, with friends, but then it settles down into a quietness on Christmas Day when there is very little open, very few restaurants open or hotels or things like that. So it becomes very much a family day, um, which is, and again, it, it's differences. And of course, in, in Ireland, Christmas, has, you have Thanksgiving over there, which we don't have. Mm-hmm. We go slightly mm-hmm. bonkers over Christmas because being very honest, <laughs> if you want to do any work between Christmas and New Year's, forget about it, you know? Right. So it's really a week, right. of, it's a week of holidays. Wow, that's that's just wonderful. Friends, if if you're joining us now, you're you're joining us a little late, but you can always listen on archive. We're just thrilled that you could be with us today, celebrating and de- commercializing Christmas uh, with uh, two of my dearest, uh, wonderful friends, Gene Callanan, uh, and and of course Manolo Link. We were just talking to Manolo, um, and he's putting together lots of new writing material, speaking material to do some more uh, readings and, to, and some more uh, touring for his book, A New Life in Valley, uh, coming very, very soon to the American, to the English audience, which we're very thrilled about. Um, and also Gene, uh, who you can visit Gene online at Momenta Hub. Oh, my goodness. I, re- I remember when, when, she, when you first started this, and now to look at the, the, the client roster, the just the, the tremendous growth. Of course, I'm not surprised because didn't I tell you years ago that you'd be number one? You know, you'd be on the what was that list called? So it's just a it's just a day in progress. So I think it's it's looking at the website how how much Momenta Hub has uh, has grown. Well, looking forward to 2019 and just looking at all of what all these people are writing, all these beautiful things that people have to say about you that have worked with you. Um, what is your goal for for next year, your mission statement for the new year for Momenta Hub and MomentaHub.com? I'm, I'm really blessed. I love the work I do, mm. and I love the variety of clients I have. So I have some very big uh, international commercial clients, and I have individuals who, who I'm helping. So, for example, I mean, and the truth is, it's all about being your best self your best self, whether you're an individual or you're an organization. And for me, a key part of that is actually getting clear what is it you want to you want to achieve. And as soon as you get that clarity, you actually free up loads of energy because you stop doing things that you, you shouldn't do. So I had a wonderful conversation with a really impressive young woman who's based in Japan at the moment the other day. And she was trying to think about her next move. But her challenge was that she was 
somebody who uh, she has Indian and uh, Danish parents. Uh, she was educated oh. in the UK and Ireland, and she's living in Japan at the moment. And America was one of the countries on her radar. So she had the entire world as her as her vista, and she had she's a very talented young woman. She had all kinds of different things she could do. And through the course of talking for an hour, we managed to narrow it down to three areas. Geography varied depending on the different things that she could do. So one of them was a particular area of the UN where I think she would make a phenomenal contribution. But it was really interesting because what we were doing was we were chiseling away to take away the areas that were not priority for her so that she could really focus on what she was doing. And I know she got an enormous amount out of that conversation, and I really enjoyed it. So I I wait to see what next year will, will bring. Um, I do a certain amount of proactive planning, and a certain amount of it is waiting and see what comes my way. And if something inspires me and gives me energy and I feel I can make a difference, I will say yes and take it on. If not... I mean, I have absolutely no interest in working with clients who are only interested in going through the motions. I want to make a difference, and I believe my time is my time is valuable to me. Forget money. My time is valuable yeah. to me. So I'm not interested in working with somebody who doesn't want to use this to move forward in in some way. And, and and that's one of the great things about you. You've, you've, you know, brought success to so many people that more than well know that would not have likely established it or came anywhere close to that, you know, without your help. You know, and so that's always been – and those of you that want to uh, – we got a couple Twitter questions we'll try to get to before because Gene and Manolo are so beloved everywhere – uh, but if you want to reach out to Jean, you can certainly do so by going to MomentaHub.com, uh, and she's got contact information there. Also to ManoloLink.com uh, as well. Uh, before we before we end the call, we'll double check with Manolo to see if there's any uh, upcoming book uh, events uh, in Europe or the other parts of the world that people can go to. But before we I'll get to that. Let me just see if we can answer these two. Okay, Richard. Um, Richard in Italy wants to know. Okay, well, this is the same question from two different people. So, um, will you both walk the Camino de Santiago again? Uh, um, Gene, you are the first. <laughs> well, I like I that question. I'm all walking. ears. I'm I absolutely loved walking the uh, the Camino de Santiago. It is an absolutely inspiring thing. I personally love the spirit of the Camino. Uh, I'm not a brilliant walker, though, so I'm not quite <laughs> sure the answer is yes for me. Okay, Manolo. Uh, I still I love the Camino very much, and I know the Camino is still very, very precious for all pilgrims. I, you know, I'm spending a lot of time in Finisterre, uh, where the, the end of the way is the end of the Camino, and uh, I could see myself walking uh, perhaps a Camino Primitivo, that's 200K, until uh, Santiago, 
But the whole Camino at the moment, I don't have an idea. I think I have other Caminos, writing books, running uh, writing workshops, that's my Camino. But I love the Camino still very much. And I have a lot of conversations, conversations with pilgrims around the world. And 99% from the pilgrims in Finisterre telling me they had a beautiful experience. And the Camino is very, very precious, you know. That's, yeah, thanks to you. I mean, you've really helped put the the Camino on the map in, in certain many parts of the world. Uh, any upcoming book events where people can come to see you? Uh, I, I'm nearly by finishing another book, and that will be published next year. And the title is Insua, and Insua uh, means uh, that's old Finisterre. And it was Finisterre was millions of years ago in the, in the Pasa Island. And mm. uh, I'm writing a book about uh, life in Finisterre 200 years ago, this fiction. And uh, it, it is about my favorite topics, uh, where we are coming from, where we are going, what we are doing here, where is love, where is God, where, uh, you know, and it's my favorite topic, and it will publish it next year. And I, I have uh, still planning... Uh, having more readings and present uh, presentation my books and running more writing workshops next year. So we're going to be right here to help promote it and be here to celebrate, you know, with the both of you. And uh, we're looking forward to having both of you back on the show next year individually and, of course, together again because having you both together is just way too much fun, way too much fun. So thank you so much to both of you for being here and, of course, all of our listeners all over the world for tuning in and listening so Merry Christmas to the both of you. Thank you for being here today. Christopher, thank you so much. I'm wishing all your your listeners a very peaceful and joyful uh, Christmas. So thank you very much for talking with us. Oh, thank we had a blast. I know everybody, yes, everybody on Twitter is thumbs up and sending lots of hearts to you all and to all of us so thank you for being part of this journey thank you for being part of our little holiday here today and friends you can go on Jean's website momentahub.com and Manolo's uh, website at manololink.com and those of you that don't know how to do websites just reach out to me and I'll put you through to these or these wonderful people until next time take care of each other and we love you take care Merry Christmas everybody